Welcome to the Bible Seminary Podcast. I'm your host, Cassidy Bell. In this episode, we'll be speaking with Dr. Kaylin Lewis, the president at the Bible Seminary, where he will update us on our current status, we'll go over our past accomplishments in 2020, and then we'll go over our future endeavors in 2021. Dr. Lewis, thank you so much for joining us today. Good to be here. Good. So a lot has happened since you were last on the podcast. Um, for instance, you became a first-time grandfather. I did, and I have pictures, but I'll spare you at the moment. <laughs> plenty of pictures. She's nine months old, and I'm just beautiful. So it's a lot of fun. Congratulations. Thank That's you. so awesome. So in the fall of 2020, TBS reached our tracks accreditation. So can you please share a little bit about that journey, the process, and who helped pave the way? So it was ultimately a 10-year journey. We were established in 2010, um, had our first graduate classes in 2012, and we graduated our first group of students, graduate students, in 2015. Mm -hmm. And it's at that point that you become eligible to apply for accreditation. So it's interesting, you actually have to teach an entire group of students. They have to graduate before you can even apply to be accredited. And then from that point, it was a five-year journey. So we went through a, a process of multiple years, multiple visits, lots of money. And um, they check out every single thing that we do. And so finally, by the November or October of 2020, we were approved for accreditation. And it's the Transnational Association of Christian Colleges and okay. Schools. It's recognized by the U.S. Department of Education. And um, so it's legit, it's great. They're actually international. Um, they have schools in other countries. Um, so very exciting to reach that point after yeah. really a very intense five years. And there were a lot of people involved. There were students involved, there were board members, staff. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's a whole process of looking at everything we do, how we do it, how we do classes, and not just classes, but the organization, how does it run, finances, all that kind of stuff. So it, it was a great journey, and there were probably 50 people involved in helping make it oh, happen, wow. and um, it was just a very exciting to, to get it done. That's awesome. So we also have some great news about distance education. Right. Can you update everyone on that great achievement? So distance education allows us to teach from the classroom to anywhere, anybody online. Um, it's interesting because we were doing it because of COVID and we were testing it before that, but this allows people in other states and eventually potentially other countries, you know, any other locations to, to participate. So we were testing that actually for several years and then when COVID hit, we went online. I mean, basically we went on spring break last year. We were live in class. We just didn't come back. We went online. So everybody was online last spring. And then after that, we began to offer what we call hybrid classes. So we teach live in the classroom or wherever we are located. And then we offer the class live online or it's recorded online if people can't watch it live. So that's the hybrid model. So we were doing that since last summer, but we went through the process. We had to be accredited first. So once we got that um, in the fall, we immediately turned around, did another study, got everything done, had another visit. 
And so by April, we were approved for distance education. So then we're a part of a national organization that works, offers distance ed. And we still have to do things with different states. So wherever we have students that are registered, then we have to make sure we're in compliance with their state. But it makes our uh, teaching accessible to anyone, anywhere, pretty much anytime. So very exciting. So we had a library dedication. So part of theological education is you got to offer resources for people that are studying. So we've been collecting resources over the years, and in the last couple of years, we've had some significantly large donations. The Lanier Theological Library in Houston, yes. um, they will often share resources with us if they don't need them or they are, already have copies. And so we got a lot of resources from those. And then Colin Brown, who's a theological educator, lived out in California. Um, when he died, his family left his uh, library to the Bible Seminary. So we um, incorporate that into our library, and then we have a lot of, uh, a lot of archaeology resources mm -hmm. for our archaeological degree. So we basically have a separate little library for the archaeology. And so we have tons of resources for that, and it's a lot of source documents, um, famous archaeologist notes and yeah. things like that. Um, there are studies and reports. So we have, I think, close to 5,000 resources now on campus as part of that. And then part of our library that we consider is also digital resources. So we offer our students Logos Bible study software, or any, any Bible study software. We, we actually give a $400 credit for that. So we have you know these 5,000 resources available and we dedicated that officially um, this past year. And then the, with the online resources, then our online students also have access to those. And then interestingly, we also partner with some other uh, libraries. So if we have students in other states, um, we actually try to work with uh, universities or colleges in their areas so that they also have you know access to physical resources. But we can also you know, mail our physical books to students that yeah. are here also. So it's just making those resources available and the opportunity to have a lot of really, really great books and other yeah. resources is awesome. And it's so nice to have these books available where you can't really find them in other places. Like they're one of a kind books. Yeah, some of them literally are just single copy. We've wow. got some historical books as part of that. And some of these notes and resources are literally the personal notes of famous people writing in the books or writing on the resources that they were publishing. Um, so it's really cool. Um, and today, I mean, there's so many resources available online, yes. but still, many of us still like to have a book yes, that we read absolutely. and, you know, <laughs> Make nice copies of and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I know we have a pretty robust archeological um, student base here. We do. So our work in Israel and Dr. Stripling, I'm heading up to Shiloh excavations. That's very exciting. It's the yes. largest dig in the Middle East. And then wow. our students literally get to meet, you know, leaders from around the world as part of that. And then we're connected with other colleges, universities that have archaeological programs and, and activities. So it is very exciting. So we kicked off this year, 2021, with a virtual gala fundraiser event um, that I was so happy to be a part of. Can you give us some details about how that went? Yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah. It was interesting because um, we were able to get some great footage of some of our students and people actually in activity. Um, introducing people to their ministries and, and their stories. So that was a lot of fun. And then of course we tied it together with some giveaways and things yes. like that. Um, so um, we raised money from that. Um, I don't know what the total is. We, um, our galas are more like <clears throat> they're family events. We share what's going on and we do raise money kind of right 
at the event, but really it's people are hearing about it and, and giving, you know, over the next few months. Um, so it's exciting to be able to do that. It's kind of weird, you know, doing a virtual one. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of the thing this past year. And, yeah. Um, we made it fun and it was good. And I think a lot of people enjoyed it. So it's really our big family gathering ever yes. so often. Um, and what's interesting to me is the diversity of where people are involved in ministry. Yes. Our students are doing all kinds of different things. So to hear their stories and realize who's taking seminary classes and what they're doing and why, um, it's very cool to see um, just the breadth, really, and the depth. I mean, we have people literally all over the world um, that are part of the seminary family, yeah. and I'm doing very awesome, cool thing, yeah. some of which we're not even able to share. So I'd like to be able to share some of those, but because of where they are, what they're doing, we, we can't share some of their stories. But um, it's very exciting seeing what the Lord's doing through us, and, and yes. even while we're learning. Absolutely. So we're learning how to do ministry, we're doing ministry, and it's all mixed up and it's very awesome. You led a Boss Like God seminar, and this is an incredible seminar. Um, so some years ago, um, I was teaching leadership, and I was trying to figure out all these questions about leading, being a boss. So I decided to look at scripture from the perspective of God as a boss. So it's very exciting. I did it uh, back when the seminary started, and out of that, we did a little short seminar um, called Boss Like God, mm -hmm. and then we did one called Coach Like Jesus on the New Testament. Oh, and so when we did that, um, it was very popular. And so we brought that back as part of the leadership course. So one of our courses we teach, um, Prophets, Priests, and Kings, um, but we teach uh, First and Second Kings, and then we look at how the prophets led, you know, all these different things. So we brought that seminar and put that into that class. And the goal of that seminar is looking at the perspective, many of our uh, graduates and students are leaders or they wanna be leaders. So how do you lead? How do you hire people? Um, how do you manage people once you have them? If somebody's not working out, you know, how do you fire them or let them go? Um, if you have an organization, you wanna make transitions, if you're gonna leave, how do you do those transitions in leadership? So what we did is we, we looked at those things and taught that in the seminar. And it was great, you know, because people look at Scripture from a different angle, looking at God as a boss. I mean, really, God is the boss of everyone in Scripture. Yes. <laughs> and how did He boss? You know, that's the point of that uh, seminar and part of that class is looking at Scripture to learn how to be a leader, how to be a godly leader. Right. And Scripture is awesome, you know, yeah. teaching everything from money to hiring to firing to transitioning leaders. All of those things are in the text. So we're learning the stories of Scripture, right. but we're also learning basically bi biblical leadership principles as part of that journey. Absolutely. That's so incredible. And I haven't heard that from anyone else quite like that. There's tens of thousands of leadership yeah. <laughs> books, but if you if you you know drill down into all of them, they're all basically, the good ones are biblical principles. Yes. Even if they don't say anything about Scripture, maybe even no Scripture, they're ultimately biblical principles that you right. see in Scripture. So that's what the point of this is, is to look directly at and teach Scripture, but to pull those principles out as you go through. Right. So when Boss Like God comes back around and you're leading the seminar again at the TBS, um, would an employee benefit from this seminar? Yeah, anybody in leadership. And actually it's anybody that's a boss or anybody who wants to be a boss or anybody who has a boss. Yes. Because part of the thing is how do you make other people successful? 
And if you're a boss, you're making your employees successful and your organization. If you're an employee, you're making your boss successful. You want them to look good. Um, and you're making your organization successful. And ultimately for us, we serve the Lord. So, you know, we're serving the big boss. Yes. And so it's really good for anyone, I think, at any level. And it's basic. Those basic principles are key for any organization, even Absolutely. a family. Church, yeah. ministry, business, you know, healthcare, sports team, any of those things, the principles are very similar. Okay, so what is the Bible Seminary offering this summer as far as courses go? So summer courses, we'll do one course here um, in Katy campus, okay. and I'm teaching prayer and worship. So we'll be studying Leviticus and Chronicles and Psalms. And we're looking at the scripture from the perspective of how did they do prayer and worship? Because we talk about church, we do church, we all have our model of what church looks like, yeah. feels like, and what's right. Uh -huh. But our purpose in this is to learn those scriptures. What is it in Leviticus that's important? Why is Leviticus important? Yes. Many people think it's a boring book. But when you realize that Leviticus lays the foundation for the entire New Testament, then you all of a sudden start seeing the New Testament, the Gospels in a new light of things that Jesus said, Paul teaches, um, Peter preaches. Um, same thing with Chronicles, you're looking at the history, you know, the Southern Kingdom of Judah, um, is what that book is focusing on. And then Psalms is obviously a book that we use for worship. So we're yes. looking at it from the whole perspective of how does the Bible portray prayer, what is prayer, and then worship, what is worship? How did they do it? And then what are the implications for us? Because you know, many of us are involved in prayer and worship ministries yes. as part of what we're doing in any ministry. Right. And so that's the core part of that. Then the yeah. other courses that we're teaching will be in Israel. Okay. So Dr. Stripling and the team there, um, assuming they get there, they allow them in and they're able to be you know, on site at Shiloh. Um, they'll be learning pottery, which is a ceramics class. Yeah. And then they have an archeology span practicum. So there's four weeks of the excavation and there are students that there's two classes of actual hands-on. So two of those weeks are one class and two are the other. Um, so those are the classes that we're, that we're offering for the summer. That's incredible. So if you want more information on signing up for these summer classes, you can go to digshiloh.org to register for the Israel trip. And then you can go to thebibleseminary.edu to register for the summer course that Dr. Lewis will be teaching himself. Can you also share a little bit about the 2021 fall semester? So fall, just as usual, has got a bunch of exciting classes. Um, we're teaching theology. Um, so that's a course that we always teach. Um, yes. I think we're teaching preaching, we're teaching spiritual formation. Um, we also have a really exciting class, um, Perspectives on the World Christian Movement. Um, we have t uh, taught that here in the community before, and mm -hmm. our students have taken that as, as part of their missions uh, class requirement. And we've reintegrated that into the Bible Seminary curriculum this year, so we're partnering with Perspectives to do that course, and that'll be exciting. Pastor Shepherd is what yes, we call it. Dr. Cozart. Mm -hmm. And so, such a great so the class I taught earlier, we talked about leadership. That's pastor as a leader. Right. This is pastor as a shepherd. So counseling. How do you use scripture? Yes. What does scripture teach about counseling? So we're we're talking about the text of scripture from the perspective of how do you engage in ministry with people um, using the scriptures. Um, and awesome. then there's several other courses. I think there's an archaeology course mm -hmm. in there that we're doing. So. And I think we're back to Hebrew. 
um, Hebrew and Greek. Yes. Um, I think one of the classes in the fall is uh, um, exegesis. So okay. we have a year of Greek and a year of Hebrew for okay. people that are doing the languages. Yes. And we added a third class for each of those and not everybody takes it, it's special. Mm -hmm. So the first two classes are how, what is the language? How do you understand it? You know, how do you write it yeah. and read it? And then the third one is actually exegeting passages of scripture. So wow. looking at passages in the original language, rewriting them, translating them, and talking about how to do that. So that's very much of a practical class for people that want to really dive into using the language as part of their you know, ministry studies. So our fall schedule is up on our website. So feel free to hop on over to thebibleseminary.edu and um, you can check out all the classes that we're offering with lots of details. Um, times or calendars up there who's teaching and then you can actually look at who's teaching and then go to their bio and um, check out all the cool things that they're up to which is so fascinating. Yeah, we have great professors yes. um, most in fact all of our professors are basically professionals in the area yes. that they're teaching in so if they're Experience. preaching they are preachers if they're doing archaeology they are archaeologists and if they're counseling they are counselors. Yes. Well, Dr. Lewis, thank you so much for taking your time to be here today. It was so great to hear about our past accomplishments and all the fun things coming up at the Bible Seminary. And thank you to our listeners. Thanks for tuning in and hearing about all the incredible things God is doing at the Bible Seminary. Be sure to like, to share, and to subscribe to our podcast um, channel. We'll see you next time at the Bible Seminary podcast.